Welcome to the Soul Ed Podcast with me, intuitive life and business coach, Amelia Francesca. Soul Ed is for the big-hearted visionaries who know they want to play a little differently in this world. It's your space to connect deeper with your inner guidance and in turn live out your most liberated, radiant and expansive life. Something that has come up time and time again, and in fact is probably the most important work that I do as a coach and energy worker, is supporting people to change their belief systems. And why is that? Is because the reason that we don't get what we want is never through a lack of wanting it and is never through a lack of us being willing to do the hard work to get it. And it is everything to do with us actually deep down, not believing that it's possible for us or not feeling ready to actually hold the very thing or the very feeling that we want. And so I believe some of the most powerful work that I can do is to support people to overhaul these old narratives and beliefs and stories that have been keeping them stuck in a perpetual cycle of constantly wanting things but never seeing them come to life of constantly craving and longing for a feeling about themselves or a thing in their life their work their business their relationships to come to life and just being like why am i still here why am i still waiting for this to happen And so I want to break down the two reasons why I think it hasn't happened for you yet and how to actually change those or how to make them work for you rather than against you. So the first reason that I see, and when I say I see this, I mean that I see this in myself. I see this in my community, my audience. I see this in my clients. I see this in my friends, my peers, my family, I see it show up in everybody of the first reason that we don't get what we want is because you're not yet ready to hold it. You're not yet ready to hold it. You wanting something, whether you're wanting to feel a certain feeling or have a certain thing is you're, you're saying, I want to have something that I currently don't have. And so therefore a change is going to occur. A change is going to occur. And even if for the vast majority of you, even if at the conscious, full conscious level, you believe that the change that's going to occur is going to be a good change because like you want to make 10K months in your business or you want to be in a relationship or you want to feel a real sense of self-worth. That's a good change, right? To have those things. Yes, it is a good change. But if we're only engaging with what at a conscious level we believe, and we're not actually looking at what we're believing and feeling about ourselves on a subconscious level, which makes up over 90 to 95% of our narrative, of our um our sense of self, of the way that we view ourselves, the way we view our world, the way we view what's possible. If we're not looking at that, we're kind of just not utilizing one of the biggest parts of ourselves that has the superpower to overhaul things. So at a conscious level, it might be like, well, why would I not be ready to hold that thing that I really want to have? And at a subconscious level, it will be... 
you're not ready to hold it yet because you still have a story that once you have it, it means X, Y, Z. Once you have the success in your business, it means that then you have to keep being really successful. And actually you holding that level of success scares you because you're worried you're going to drop it. You're not ready to feel unconditional self-worth about yourself yet because you have a belief that once you feel that way, no one's going to like you anymore because they'll think she thinks too much of herself. You know, so whatever we're subconsciously feeling is going to be affecting whether or not we can get what we want. So we need to be ready to hold it. And by ready to hold it, it means we need to be ready for the change that is going to occur. Now, these are the examples I've given are potential subconscious narratives, which are like negative connotations of what could happen once you get the thing or the feeling that you really want. So this is a great thing to do is to write down what it is that you really want to feel, what you really want to have and think about, are there any parts of me that think there'll be any negative consequences to me having what I really want? Often there's things that we feel like guilt or shame around having or feeling if we know that other people don't have or feel those things. Or it could be something simple. It could be something that's kind of staring you in the face. It's like, oh, but once I have this, then that will physically have to change. I will have to have stronger boundaries. I won't be able to just be able to do this with whoever, whenever I want. I, I, this is going to change. So look at what your negative connotations are of what could happen once you get what you want. And then the other thing is, I always think about when we're thinking about what we want, essentially we need our arms to be open and ready to receive it. Like our arms need to be wide open and like, I'm ready for that thing. I'm ready for that feeling come at me. And so if our arms are already full with loads of other things, they're not just like open, ready to receive. So often there's certain things that we need to be willing to let go of. We need to be let, willing to let go of emotionally, mentally, physically to create space for the thing that we want to actually be able to fit in to our lives, to be able to fit into ourselves. So there's going to be also a checking in with what do I mentally, emotionally, physically need to let go of to be able to create the space. I can just have my arms wide open saying, I want it and I'm ready for it. And what you'll likely find is depending on what you want, the scent, the time that it's going to take you from wanting it to be ready to hold it is going to differ depending on what it is. Sometimes we can do these exercises and then it just starts to happen and we're like, oh, oh, well, perfect. I now didn't have it yesterday and now I have it today. Love it. But for many things, um, it's going to take time. And what is a really beautiful tool or a really beautiful way to kind of view it as you're going about getting what you want is rather than it just be like, I either have what I want or I don't. So I either have what I want and I'm, I'm holding it because I'm ready for it or I don't, is can it instead be about I'm getting ready to be able to hold the thing that I want? I'm getting ready to be able to hold the feeling that I want. And when we approach it from this concept, we're able to see the growth that is happening, the the gradual transformation and change that is happening because it hasn't just gone from like, I'm either hitting 10K months or I'm not, or I either feel unconditional self-love or I don't. 
Instead, it's I'm getting ready to hold 10K months. And me getting ready to hold those 10K months means I'm going to look at any negative connotations to having them. I'm going to look at what mentally, emotionally, and physically I need to let go of. And as I'm getting ready to hold them, I'm starting to notice, wow, I have the capability now to hold 2K months, 3K months, 4K months. Oh, now I'm holding 5K months. As I'm holding this, mm, something's coming up. Oh, this is uncomfortable. Okay, I'm going to need to do some more work here and explore this a little bit more. And then as I start to heal this little piece of my journey, oh, wow, okay, that feels really good. Another 5K month. Now I'm starting to feel like I can hold 6K months. Oh, and it's growing, it's growing. So it just goes from it feeling very like black or white, like either or, to I'm working on being able to hold everything that I want and I'm able to see the growth that's happening that's almost like me opening my arms wider and wider and wider and wider. And the exact same thing can work with feelings. It's not an either I have unconditional self-love or I don't. It can be I'm working on my ability to be able to hold unconditional self-love within all parts of my being. And I'm noticing that as I'm releasing mentally, emotionally, physically, so that I can hold this, I'm noticing as I'm paying attention to any negative connotations I have about this, I'm noticing that, oh, I'm actually being drawn to do this today, or I'm being... I'm noticing, oh, I'm still speaking to myself like this. And that's not going to fly when I'm actually having unconditional self-love. So maybe I start changing the way I speak about myself today. Oh, in the last month or so, I've really started to feel like I love myself a bit more. I've really started to notice that connection of love rather than just saying it blankly to myself in a mirror, hoping to feel it. I'm starting to almost notice a little bit of that feeling in my chest. Okay. Oh, I'm going to explore that. Can it get bigger? Can it get bigger? And so this can just be a really beautiful way of being able to see the progress that we're making. We have a horrible way of telling ourselves a story of until we're there, nothing's happened, nothing's changed, nothing's gotten any better. And this is a really great way of just stretching out again and being able to be more observative of, wow, look at all of these growth steps that are happening in order for me to then be able to get to that feeling and get where I want to get to. And you'll be able to have the infinite patience to work on, I'm working on my capacity to be able to hold what I really want. If you deep down believe that it is going to happen for you. So if you have a deep down belief that one day you will have the success that you want in your business, or you'll have the relationship, or you'll have that love for your body, or you'll um, have that money in your bank, whatever it is that you're working on, if you deep down believe I will feel unconditional self-worth for myself one day, I will feel able to achieve anything I want to one day. If you deep down believe that it's going to be possible for you one day, you'll be able to have the patience to keep working on building your ability to have it. You won't find it a very fun or enjoyable ride if deep down you actually don't believe it's possible for you because you're kind of almost kidding yourself it feels like you're going to be just in this perpetual cycle because you're like well I'm doing all these things which should be making me start to grow and be able to have what I want but I still feel like it's never really going to happen so what's the point in trying you know so the belief is such a key piece. So that's what we're going to speak about next. But noticing that, noticing, is it simply just that I haven't been ready to hold it yet and I'm going to work on that? Or is it a case of actually, I think I am ready to hold it, but the belief isn't there? Or is it a case of a bit of both? I'm not quite ready to hold it 
and the belief isn't there. So I'm going to be working on both of these areas. And so now we look at the belief, the belief system and the belief of whether or not you believe it's possible for you. And what to do if you don't. What to do if you're like, oh, I want this so bad. So, so bad. But I really just have this like really uncomfortable feeling that it's just never going to happen. And I want to first say this, like your ability to have that level of awareness, your ability to be able to be that honest with yourself is in credible and should not be minimized by you in any way. I think so often we are scared of being deeply honest with ourselves because this is a thing is for many of us, we don't believe that we can change a belief or for many of us, we might be able to believe that we can change some beliefs, but not all beliefs. So we're like, yeah, I could change that belief. I could change that belief. And that belief I can work on with my coach. That one's different. That one's different. But this one, this one, no, 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 no. This one's like different, you guys. Like this belief is always going to be this way. And there's nothing that's ever going to change it. So I probably should just put it away in a little box inside my cupboard and never really look at it. Because if I look at it, it just feels like it's the end game. It's over. Like if I admit it to myself, I feel like absolute shit. And then life's over. So I should probably just best ignore it and then just keep kind of doing the work that I can do to try and overall make myself feel better. And maybe one day I'll just look in the cupboard and the belief will be gone and like things will be better. But I mean, really, I know it's not going to be. So I'm just going to keep pretending it's not there and keep doing the work that I can do. Right. So many people do this and there's a reason for it. You know, if, if you, if you believe that you can't change your belief, then you don't want to look at it because you're like, well, what's the point? I can't change that. What's the point in looking at it? It makes me feel shit about myself. I want you to know that you can change any belief that you have. Yes, even that one. Even the one that you're like, yeah, but not <laughs> not this one. Like, okay, you might have been able to uh, change other people's beliefs before, Millie. And you might have even been able to, you know, change your entire belief system. But this one, this one's special. This This one is like a unique case. This one... I don't know why, but this one's just is what it is. It's never going to change. Honestly, it can. Um, But this is where the subconscious really comes into play. This is why the subconscious is my jam. This is why I do so much work with the subconscious. This is why even when I was coaching long before I started doing energy healing work, I would work a lot with changing belief systems, changing belief patterns, doing subconscious work. And even more so in the last year, as I started doing energy work, my main area of focus of energy work is working with the subconscious and working with the energy field and working with the subconscious and releasing old narratives, old beliefs, old stories, old trapped traumas, emotions, and energies is some of the most powerful work I've ever witnessed. I, it's almost hard to articulate because the changes are like that when you start and when you're able to really tap into subconscious, you can change someone's belief about themselves instantaneously, almost. And so whatever you believe can be changed, can be lifted out from you and released, and you can feel completely different. And step one 
of changing the belief is to know what the belief actually is. So I want you to really change the narrative of, well, looking at the belief is pointless because it's always going to be that way. And actually noticing that you being brave and unlocking that cupboard and peering into that box and seeing what the belief really is, is actually not end game. It's the very beginning. It's the very beginning of everything starting to change. And the awareness of like, this is actually what I believe is so important because otherwise we spend a lot of time wasting time, wasting time, yet wondering why things aren't changing because I'm like doing the work and I'm showing up and I'm trying to feel the feelings and I'm trying to have what I want, but we're sort of skirting around the issue still because we're not looking at the root. So please do not minimize how freaking powerful it is if you're bringing awareness to what you actually believe currently. And that's the whole thing, right? It's just currently. Even if you've believed it for the, every single moment that you can remember, it's only what you've believed up until the current moment. It is not a belief that has to stay with you for the rest of your life. That belief can change. That belief can go. That belief can become the exact opposite. And so what is really important to know here as well, before we move into how can we start to change these beliefs, what's really important to know here as well is I know that you have a deep desire to change the belief and the deep desire is a really good thing to hold on to. That's something I've always noticed when I've worked with people is it's not their lack of it's not that they have a lack of desire to change it. They're like, I really want to change this belief about myself, but it's a lack of belief that the belief will change. That's the thing that's been holding them back until now. And so the desire is great. Hold on to that desire because the desire is like, I really want this to change. If we look at the, the layout of how the mind's working so far, it's like, I want this thing or this feeling. I don't believe that it's possible for me, but I really want to believe it's possible for me. And the only final step then is for us to remove the belief that you don't believe it's possible. And then you're off on your way. Then there might be future work as well of like, okay, I've removed the belief that I don't believe it's possible. So now I believe it's possible. And now I need to do deeper work to keep anchoring into the sense of like, I can really have this feeling. I can really embody this feeling. I can really be this person. I can really have these things. I can really hold these things. This is all happening for me. But once we like banish that sense of like, oh, I can't have it you have already quantum leaped in your life. So the desire that you have to change it is great. It is that desire that will give you the energy to do the things that we're going to list out for you to do now. Okay. So the desire that you have to change the belief that you don't believe it's possible for you is so, so, so great. And let's use the energy behind you wanting the change to happen, to be put into doing the things that you're going to do next. Because these are really important. And this is how you change a belief system. 
Okay. I don't know why I'm still recording podcasts when I'm ill because I constantly need to press pause and cough and it's feeling very disruptive for me. But I literally was like, I have to record this podcast today. It has to happen. It is coming out. It's, it's, it cannot not be expressed from out of my voice. So here it is. Okay, so the, the first few things we've noticed is we have the awareness now. So you want to try and be as specific as possible to what it is that you actually are believing. Okay, so I know I want this. I want this thing or I want this feeling. I don't believe it's possible for me. I don't believe I'll ever be able to change the belief that it's possible for me. Why don't I believe it's possible for me? And this is where you are now giving space for all of the beliefs that aren't serving you to come up to the light and to be given a voice, to be given a seat at the table and to be given a space to express themselves. And so often these are really forgotten about parts of ourselves. These are parts of ourselves that need deep love, deep reverence, deep attention. These are going to be beliefs that you might have been carrying since you were four, five, six years old, even younger. These are going to be deep down beliefs that come from the part of you that most feels that she isn't loved or lovable. So they need the attention. They need to be brought up to the spotlight. So asking yourself, the thing that I want, I don't believe is possible for me. Why don't I believe that? And giving yourself full, undiluted permission to write everything out. Not to um, try and minimize it or try and make it sound better than it actually feels. Like just to really actually list everything out. And as you're starting to see things come out, like, oh, I believe it isn't possible because I have this feeling about myself or because of this or because of this. As you start to see them, you can then start to explore each of those individual things. Okay, this one. Why do I think this? Where did this come from? When was the first time someone said this to me? When was the first time I ever felt this about myself? What is the, what is the root of this one? Where did it initially ever come from? Oh, this one, this one's wild. Okay, that's ridiculous, that one, right? I've, now that I can see it, now it's actually out in the spotlight, I can see how ludicrous that is because I don't actually believe that. So that one can just be crossed off. That's already released, that's gone, amazing. Like you'll start to notice as you write them, some still hold a lot of energetic weight and power. Like some of them, as you write them down, like they still kind of like give you like a Ooh, feeling in your stomach or in your, in your body and others you literally see and you're like, Oh bless as if that's what I've been believing all this time when actually that's so not true. And I can just let that go now. And ah, I feel great. It's changed. And this is work that is so powerful to do with someone as well. Like I think you can do this solo. And I also think it's really powerful to do with your own coach or mentor or, um, you know, the person that you have, who is your support team. Um, especially the bigger ones, the bigger ones that really have like a real energetic pull to them. Like these are ones that you're going to want to speak out. Um, 
And so then as you're starting to see what they are and you're getting to the root of where did this originally come from? When did I first ever feel this way? What was happening then? What was the experience? What did that then make me believe about myself? Like really starting to explore. You can then ask, what, what do I want it to be instead? Like this belief that I've noticed that oh, actually I started, I felt that way for the first time when I was five years old when this happened. And it made me feel all of these feelings. And it actually then made me think this about myself. What do I want to feel instead? What do I want to feel instead now? And what do I want the inner child in me who is still five years old to be feeling instead? Now, those will be the same two things likely, but it's really, I think it's really supportive for us to realize what we're choosing to feel now doesn't have to just be a feeling that we can feel now. We can actually heal the past. We can actually go to our inner child who is still five years old and start healing how she feels right now. So it's not just a case of, I always felt this way, always felt this way, always felt this way. And then today I started to feel different. At the same time as today, you start to feel different because you think this is how I want to feel instead right now, present day me, you're healing you. And then you're also saying, and at the same time, I'm going to go back and revisit inner child, five-year-old me, and I'm going to give her all this love and this exact feeling that she really wished that she'd felt that day rather than the feeling that she did feel. So it's such a beautiful act of loving on ourselves, loving on our inner child, healing our inner child, which let's face it the vast, 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 vast majority of this work is about healing our childhood, healing our inner child and freeing them so that then we can be um, no longer this wounded child walking around in an adult's body, stressing about why she's not getting what she wants. So the healing work of both present day us and younger us, I think is honestly like the most beautiful thing that we can do. So what do I want it to be instead and start listing that out? What is it that I want to be feeling instead of this belief or instead of this feeling? What do I want it to be instead? What do I want five-year-old me to have felt and believed instead of this? What now needs to be reframed, released in order for me to start feeling what I want to feel versus what I've been feeling? What do I need to reframe? So often underneath one belief lies a whole other load of beliefs. This is why this work can be long. This is why the desire to want to change the belief is so important because this is what will help you keep writing when it gets a bit tricky or keep making you explore when it gets a bit uncomfortable. So often there might be a belief underneath the belief that we're also exploring. So like I felt this way when I was five this is how present day me wants to feel. This is how I wish five-year-old me can now feel. Um, what needs to be reframed or released? Well, that feeling of X, Y, Z needs to be released. And this future sense of, oh, it's now my responsibility to look after everyone else. That was also something that came about from that moment. So that's something that needs to change. So we're just, again, bringing deep, deep awareness to everything that is continuing to kind of perpetuate a feeling of, I don't get to have what I want because of this belief. So what needs to be released? What needs to be reframed? <clears throat> We also want to ask ourselves, how are my environments a 
affecting my belief systems. So when I'm looking at these are all of the feelings that, I'm, that I've been feeling, these are all the beliefs that I've been holding on to, this is why, this is where they started from, this is what I want to be feeling instead, what is it that needs to be released or reframed in order for me to now feel what I want to feel versus what I've been feeling, then how are my belief systems affect, how, sorry, how are my environments affecting my belief systems? So if I know what I want to be feeling, are my environments actually going to be supportive of me feeling those things? And environments can be so many different things. Environments can be, you know, your home environment, your, your family environment, your environment with your partner, your environment with your friends, your social media environment, your in environment with like your food and how you eat, your environment in your head, <laughs> your mental and emotional environment, you know, how are my environments affecting my belief systems? So perhaps your environments have just been continually sort of acting as a nice comfy nest for all of the beliefs that you don't want to believe about yourself to keep coexisting because you're still kind of, you know, doing the things and existing in the environments that perpetuate those beliefs. So you're now looking at what, what needs to change what needs to change in all of these environments that I coexist in every single day in order to be able to support the feeling and belief that I want to have instead? And what's one thing that I can shift today? What's one thing I can change today? And this is like yeah, we're talking about it in a short podcast, but this is one of the biggest things you'll ever do for yourself, choosing to change belief systems that aren't serving you. So please know this is very much not a case of you do this exercise once. This is an exercise that you'll do time and time and time and time again, because we off, as we continue to up level, we start to realize, oh, there's a different belief that is holding me back or preventing me from having what I want. Um, so this is something that I personally do at least once a week, I reckon. It's not something I schedule in. I'm not like, oh, today I'm going to look at my beliefs. It's any time I notice a negative belief come up. My motto to myself is never, never let a negative belief lie. Now, I love it because you could say it's never let a negative belief lie as in like, don't just let it lie without looking at it. Um, or it could be never let a negative belief lie, like lies in tell a fib. So I love it because I feel like it like has dual personalities or dual um, personalities. That's not, not the word. You know what I mean. But my motto is I never let a negative belief lie. So if I notice a negative belief, aka I'm working on my business that morning, I'm doing something. I maybe, let's say I'm in the middle of a launch and then I find myself feeling this feeling of like, oh, but no one else is going to buy from me. Oh my God, that's it oh my God, oh my God, no one else is going to lie, that's it. Then rather than just be like, oh, and I'm going to keep feeling that feeling and I'm going to make a cup of tea still feeling that feeling and I'm going to go about writing another Instagram post feeling that feeling and I'm going to go out the rest of my day and my week feeling that feeling, I don't let it lie. I immediately use the tools that I've listed out there of bringing the awareness, what is it I'm feeling, be specific, why am I feeling that way, where is that feeling coming from, what is the root of that feeling, what, needs to, what do I want to be feeling instead, what do I need to reframe, what do I need to release, how are my environments, I start applying all of that immediately in order to reframe it immediately. So you're, 
your negative beliefs only have power for as long as you choose to keep letting them dictate your feelings about yourself. So that could either have a shit ton of power because I could let that feeling dictate the whole rest of my launch, or I can nip it in the bud then and there and be like, this is something I'm going to work on. And I also want to say, because this is such a big area, not only is it something you're check in with time and time again but one it will also be really empowering because as you start to see that you check it the more and more that you're doing it the more that things that used to really hold a lot of power over you are starting to really slip away and you're starting to notice your ability to be able to change feelings and beliefs the one that that will be so empowering and that will start to really be like oh this feels really good but because this is such a big area, this is an area where I don't feel like I would be speaking to it in all of its, um, in all of everything that this area needs. If I didn't say this is the areas that you should be also seeking support with, like changing our belief systems are the, the crucial area to have external support from coach, from healer, from guide, from mentor from therapist, from, you know, whoever it might be that is in your support team or who are you are feeling might not be a current member of your support team, but who you're feeling called to go toward now, because with belief systems, again, belief systems created by our subconscious, our subconscious looks at the narrative that we have of ourselves and of the world. We often have so many blind spots. We often have so many blind spots when it comes to beliefs. So we say them out loud to our coach and then they're like, but you do realize that it doesn't need to be this because it could be that. And you're like, oh yes. Oh yes. Now you've said it. It's been staring me in the face for 20 years. I never saw it until now, you know, (laughs) honestly, the amount of client calls where it's like, oh my God, how did I never realize that? That is literally the most obvious thing. It's been staring me in the face for 15 years. And how am I only seeing it now? And then we laugh. And I say to them, because this is true, is that it's exactly what happens to me on calls with my own coach, because sometimes we have the blinkers on to ourselves and we need external insight. So taking a belief that you hold about yourself that you don't want to hold about yourself to someone so that they can help you unpack it will be super powerful. But equally, everything that I've kind of shared with you that you can do is, is another really, really powerful tool. So you can do both sort of simultaneously, or you'll find sometimes like, oh, I think I can break down this belief myself. Or, oh, this is one, oh, this has got a bit of like a kick to it. This is one that I need to chat to my support team about. And I highly encourage you if you're like, I really need to kick this belief, Amelia, this belief, this belief of, I still don't believe that I'm ever going to believe it's possible for me, you know, work with somebody who does subconscious work. I have found through doing the energy work that I do and doing subconscious healings for people, their belief systems can change instantly. I've had people share with me, I thought I was always going to feel that way. And literally within 45 minutes, I feel completely different about myself. So they can come to the beginning of one session being like, I'm always going to feel this way. I'm always going to believe this about myself. Or I'm never going to believe it's possible to actually trust myself or be successful or have the relationship. And then we finish by the end of the session. They're like, oh my God, I believe it. I believe it like so deeply in my bones. It is truth for me now. 
And that's because I'm doing work with the subconscious. So we are clearing everything that ever created that belief in the first place and dismantling it. It's like we're pulling, as we release trapped emotions, trapped traumas, trapped energies, as we clear the energy field, it's almost like a belief was once a brick wall and we are peeling it away brick by brick by brick by brick until it's no longer there, until there's neutrality around it, or until you're actually able to hear the positive belief that has felt like it's never existed. It's not that it's never existed, it's just been dormant for so long because this big brick wall's been squashing it of, but I feel this about myself. And as we've peeled that wall away in the session, you are finally able to hear that belief of, I believe it's possible for me. I believe I'm good enough. I am worthy. I am love. I am loved. I have the, I can have the relationship. I love my body. I am a happy person. I'm a happy person, you know, like whatever it is. So work with someone that does subconscious work. Feel free to come and chat to me about the work that I do. But equally, this isn't a, um, the way that I work is the only way to clear belief systems. It's me saying, source out somebody who does work on the subconscious level, because that's what you need. You need subconscious level work to be able to change belief systems that are like the ones that are so freaking concrete that once, even once you've done the exercise that I've recommended, you still feel like they're there. So to seek out someone who does subconscious work. And just remember to never let a negative belief lie. If you feel it, if you sense it, then jump into action, start going through the list of things to do and reframe it in this moment. You know, the life that you want for yourself, that feeling that you want to feel or that thing you want to have, it doesn't just exist in a different, fu in a different future. It doesn't just exist over there and you're like oh I'm, I'm still over here it's so much of it is available to you right now in the moment you don't have to wait a year for things to suddenly be different or a week for things to suddenly feel different I think quantum leaps become a big like buzzword recently and which is really cool because quantum changes are, are freaking awesome and I love that anything around quantum physics is being brought more into the public eye because quantum physics is amazing but this idea of like oh I have to do something like miraculous for a quantum leap is again kind of still keeping the quantum leap out of our reach whereas if you found the power today to rather than continue to feel a negative feeling or a negative belief about yourself, but instead to sit down with your journal and write out where it initially came from, what age you were and what that aged you actually wish you'd had in that moment or felt in that moment and what you might need to do to be able to start feeling that feeling now. That my friend is a quantum leap. You've gone from potentially having existed for the whole rest of your week, your year, your life, always having that negative feeling about yourself. But instead, you took the action to actually choose to change it. That is a quantum leap right there. So never minimize the power that you hold to be able to change your life every single day. You are truly limitless. You are truly incredible. And I hope this episode has served you in some way. 
means the absolute world that I've spent time with you today as you've listened in. If this episode has resonated with you, please feel free to share it or to leave me a review. And in the meantime, between episodes, you can stay connected with me over on Instagram at underscore Amelia Francesca.